Welcome to the Broken and Beautiful podcast, where we search to find beauty in the mundane. Hey everyone, welcome back to Broken and Beautiful podcast. Uh, This is crazy. This is the first full episode that you guys are ever going to hear from me as your host. Um, But I just wanted to thank everyone for how much you guys have already been participating and listening to me. Like, this is crazy. I never thought that so many people would enjoy listening to me just ramble about crazy things that only matter to me, it seems. But apparently, you guys really like listening in. So here's how this is going to work. So I think the best way to do this is to let you guys first know that this is a Christian podcast. I don't know if I mentioned that in my intro, but that is something you guys are going to have to keep in mind because we're going to be talking about the Bible and we're going to be focusing on things that the Lord has been teaching me in my life um, as a college kid, uh, as also as a person who is just following him and being sanctified every single day that I am alive. So we're going to start out each podcast with the scripture that we're going to be focusing on. Sometimes it'll be one, sometimes it'll be two different things. Um, But today we just have one Psalm. I am currently reading through all of the Psalms um, and I've taken some breaks and things like that, you know, but we are on Psalm 20 as of right now. And I want to share this with you guys um, and let you know, like pull out your Bibles or if you're in your car, um, listening, I'm going to read this to you. So just bear with me. Um, so here we go. Psalm 20. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy over your victory and lift up our banners in the name of our Lord. May the Lord grant all your requests. Now this I know. The Lord gives victory to his anointed. He answers him from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, But we trust in the name of the Lord, our God. They were brought to their knees and fall, but we rise up and stand firm. Lord, give victory to the king. Answer us when we call. So when I read this last night, as I was doing my quiet time in the evening before I go to bed, a few things stood out to me. One of the things that I do is I keep a journal um, of every single time I read the Bible or I interact with some kind of sermon or, or reading of the Bible, um, whether that's during my Bible study that was happening at UNC, but now is on zoom, uh, or if that's listening to my church online on Sundays, or that's just my quiet time during the everyday life, uh, during the week. So one of the things that I like to do is I like to think of, kind of like, what is the theme of what I'm reading and why does that matter? So the thing that I, um, that really like stood out to me as the theme is the word victory. So I'm an English student, not my major, but it's one of the things that I constantly think about as a, as a student is English and how words work and that kind of stuff. I've always loved to write 
um, which is why I started the blog that I talked to you guys about in the last episode. But I normally pick out words that mean a lot to me during reading my Bible during my quiet time, especially and during Bible study when we read um, pieces of the Bible. So the word that really stuck out to me was the theme, I think, for this passage is victory. When I think of victory, I think of something that has been battled over and won. So for example, something that comes to my mind is David and Goliath. When David was fighting this giant guy who he, not in his own strength, could ever take this guy out, but he was victorious because the Lord allowed him to have victory in that situation. And I think a lot of times we get so distracted by, you know, things that are happening in this world. Um, and we just forget that the battle is already won for us as believers. We have already been victorious, um, because the Lord has already conquered death and death is something that cannot hold him. So when you think about this word in the light of sin and our everyday life and suffering and things, I think that it's comforting. It's comforting to me at least, but think about it this way. All of those things that you struggle with on a daily basis and you think, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I cannot do this on my own strength. Well, you're right. Like you 100% cannot overcome those life struggles in your own strength. But that's why the word victory is such an awesome thing. So let's go back to verse four and let's look um, at that verse and let's break it down a little bit. Let me grab my Bible here. Okay, so verse four says, may he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. So when I was reading this, I thought, well, this is a really interesting one for right now. Um, And the part that I think is so interesting, or there's two parts actually. The first is the line desire of your heart And the second is make all your plans succeed. So a lot of times, or at least I've been told my whole entire life, like you need to make sure that you are in the will of the Lord and that you follow his path. And that is so, so true. But I heard once my mom told me this um, because one of our previous pastors at our home church told us this kind of cool piece that I would never have thought about. Um, and that is that the Lord gives us free will. He gives us multiple things to choose from. We do get a choice in what we do with our lives. Now, what you do with that should honor him 100%. Like that's how you should live your life. So this is why I think this is, this part is interesting because it's, may he give you the desire of your heart. That one thing that you want to happen. For example, for me, it's my blog, my podcast, my art, my building my business, that kind of stuff. But also it's working in student ministry and a campus ministry that I'm getting to the opportunity to do next year, which I'm super excited to work with crew at UNC. Or it's, I don't know, the next step after college, or maybe it's for you, it's your big job interview, or I don't know, maybe it's something as little as you want to go to the grocery store to be able to make your favorite meal for your family. Whatever the desire of your heart is, the Lord is there with you in that desire. If it matters to you, then it definitely matters to the Lord. So keep that in mind. And I like the part that it says, make all your plans succeed. Those plans, he acknowledges those plans and he knows the desires of our hearts. He knows how important those little tiny moments with our family are, or those things that wouldn't matter to anyone else, but it would matter to you. 
So I think that there are three like main things that I can see in this verse particularly. Um, and here's what I wrote down in my journal during my quiet time. One, God knows and acknowledges that we have desires. He understands what it is to be human. He knows what it's like to have the, those wor- worldly desires, but maybe not, maybe not worldly, earthly, I guess. I'm not trying to make them sound like they're bad. Like those desires of your heart that you only tell the very few people who are really close to you, those kind of desires. The Lord understands that we have, that we have those desires, and he wants us to have those, those things because, but he wants us to have those things in, in order that we honor him through those things. Number two is God hears us when we ask for those desires of our heart. This is something that I want to pause and talk about for a minute. Um, as the word waiting or the idea of waiting this past week, uh, my family has been really thinking about what it looks like to wait on something um, that you've been desiring for a long time. So for example, my brother is supposed to graduate from high school this year. And obviously none of that stuff is happening because of the coronavirus and all that. But that's one of the things that he's been waiting on for a long time. He's been working towards that. And it's super disappointing when you don't get that desire of your heart, something that you've been working for for a really long time. For me right now, it's all of my stuff is stuck in my dorm room in Chapel Hill. I'm waiting to get all of that stuff out. It's stressful. But during those times of waiting, we have to realize that the Lord has heard the desires of our hearts and he is wait in that waiting with us. You're never going to be alone in that waiting because the Lord is always going to be by your side during that waiting. So you're never waiting alone. So don't ever think that you're alone in in the waiting because the Lord is right there with you. You're waiting on his answer for you in that period. It's not a no. It's not a direct yes. It's a hang on a second. Take a deep breath. Let me do my work. You wait on me instead of trying to do it in our own strength because that's never going to work. Okay, so the third point for this verse is God wants our dreams and our plans to succeed. But here's the kicker. They can't succeed without him. You've got to remember the creator of the universe who created you and well, the whole dang universe is on your side. Like he is fighting for you. He is fighting with you. You have to remember that he wants those dreams and those plans and those desires of your heart to succeed because he wants to see you, his child happy. He's a father. He wants to see you succeed. He doesn't want to see you fail. Now, that's not saying that all of your plans are going to succeed because that is not true. And it's never been promised that it'll be true, but it has been promised that God is never going to leave you. That is something that you can rest in. Regardless of what you're doing with your life, the Lord is never going to leave. He's going to be with you in that waiting, and he's going to be with you whenever you get those desires of your heart, if it's in his plan. Okay, so now that we've talked about verse four, I want to talk to you guys about another verse that really stood out to me, and that's verse six. So let's read verse six again. Now this I know, the Lord gives victory to his anointed. He answers from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. Okay, this is the part where we're going to talk about victory. I know that I said that that was the theme, but we had to get through that 
waiting section, which is super weird. And if you guys have questions about that, seriously, look to your Bible because the Lord says a lot about like the waiting and all of that kind of stuff and the desires of your heart and praying has a lot to do with that. But let's talk about the victory piece. So the two things that really stood out to me um, in verse six are the quotes, victory to his anointed and victorious power of his right hand. So what exactly does that mean? Well, as I sat there and I prayed over this and I thought, why use the word victory instead of, I don't know, another word like winning or something like that? Like victory makes me think like it's something that has been fought for, something that is not meant to be easy. It's a battle, it's painful and it's growing and it's sanctifying. So a couple of things come to mind. Uh, Victory to his anointed. His anointed are the people who are following him, us believers. That's who he's speaking to. And the victorious power of his right hand. So when I said earlier that you cannot do it without him, like you cannot find those desires of your heart to be fulfilled without him and without his help. This is what I mean by this. So the victorious power of his right hand, that is putting all of this victory that we, that we feel that we have over our sins and triumph over our hearts and the desires of this world to see the desires of our heart, the true desire of our heart that the Lord will give us, that victory is from him, like his right hand. That is where that's from. That victory is only in him. So here's the couple points that I think that really go along with verse six. One, we can be victorious over things of this world in his name. That little last part, did you hear that? In his name. His victorious, his anointed, his right hand, his victorious power. We can only be victorious over things in this world with his name. This world is going to want to break you down. This world is going to want to beat you up. This world is going to break you down and it is going to beat you up, but The only way that you're going to be victorious is to wait on the Lord and to let his victory reign in your heart. Number two, the victory and power from those small victories or big victories all come from the unstoppable glory of God. This comes from that second part where it says victorious power of his right hand. There is no victory too small. There is no victory too big that has not been seen and fully held in the hand of God. So putting this all together, why does victory matter so much? Let me tell you a story. This semester at Chapel Hill has been the hardest for me. I have lost a lot of people My uncle passed away earlier this year. My childhood teacher and one of my close friends passed away this year. We almost lost my dog this year. A lot of loss has happened, a lot of stress, just crazy times. But I've had victory over those times. They haven't conquered me, and I can tell you 100% why. It's because the Lord has been unstoppably good. His unfailing love and his unfailing goodness and his unfailing victory that he has given me access to as his child is what's pushing me through. 
And it's what can push you through too. You have access to that same victory that I have had and so many others have had. You just have to tap into it. Let me leave you with this one quote that I thought of as I was reading my Bible last night. We can only trust in his supernatural victory. That victory, whether it's something really big that you've been waiting for for a long time, or it's something very small that came out of nowhere and that you're just grateful for, no matter how big or how small your victory is, all of the glory goes to him. Thanks for listening in, you guys. I hope that you have an awesome Saturday. Or whenever you're listening to this, I hope that your day is awesome. You've been listening to the Broken and Beautiful Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.